You're listening to Gear Disrupted. What is up, you guys? Hope you're staying safe out there in this crazy world we live in. Welcome to episode 14 of the podcast, Year Disrupted. Our mission here, as always, is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insights, and real-life stories. And yes, I mean, even in these crazy times, <laughs> we still want to inspire you to live and work abroad. As soon as yep. those borders open, you can, you can get there. <laughs> That's but, a great point. Yep. And even if you're stuck inside, you know, and this is your dream, we're still here to provide those stories. They're yep. never ending. Sooner or later, the world's going to calm down, hopefully. Things will be okay. And <laughs> you'll be able to get back out. So right now, while you're quarantined in there, to start planning, make making your grand plan of how to leave your 9-to-5 job and get on the road and travel the world. Anyways... I'm your host, Abby, and I'm here with my co-host, Gabrielle. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, so what are we talking about today, Gabrielle? Today we are talking about India, specifically New Delhi, India. Yes, people. So before we got to Copenhagen, Thailand, that's where we are. Right now. We spent about two weeks in New Delhi, mm-hmm. and we didn't get a chance to record a podcast because... You know, we were India be crazy. traveling, visiting some family, and then shit went wild <laughs> with coronavirus. So dealing with all that stuff didn't really give us a chance. But here we are now. We have a chance to talk about our experience in India and what our experience w- was in New Delhi mm-hmm. and what we think about it as a digital nomad. So we'll tell you what we did in India, and then we'll go over our pros and cons list. Yes, we will. Similar to what we did for Medellin in episode 12. If you want to check that out, please check out episode 12. Yes. And yeah, just a little disclaimer before we dive right in. Um, We will be the first to say that we were, I guess to put it lightly, we were excited to leave New Delhi. Yep, we were. (laughs) We didn't love it um it's uh, we'll get into why it may have not been the best place for digital nomads um one important thing to keep in mind that i think this will make this episode interesting is avi and i have two completely different perspectives on new delhi and on india in general right yep i've spent a lot of time there you know full 18 years yeah so i've seen a lot more of india than gabby here has Mm -hmm. so it was her first time visiting and it was my trip back to india after like six years yeah so you were not expecting a lot other than what you've already seen Mm -hmm. in you know through news of what india is about or heard from people whereas for me i I was expecting india to be changed over Mm -hmm. the six years so i was expecting to see new things but at at the same time i was expecting a lot of the same things yeah Uh, so it was a, a different experience yeah. Would you say just overall that things changed a lot? Um, not as much as I'd expect, you know, being away from India and Delhi for six years and you, you know, s- watch social media on how things are changing and how the culture is changing and how like westernized Delhi's becoming. And in my head, I had a better picture of New Delhi than what we experienced. Mm-hmm. I think I was hoping that there would be more digital nomad culture more places we could go to Mm -hmm. better gyms 
and we'll get a more a lot more into it later but it was a lot similar to what it was six years ago yeah and that was kind of disappointing yeah maybe we'll we'll circle back and get into Avi's take on that as well but you know we always believe in looking at the bright side of things so we will as always as tradition start with some of the good things we experienced in india get into the not so great things and then end with not only a story that made me happy but also our official year disrupted digital nomad score for new delhi please 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 keep in mind that we were there for two weeks um, like we said, Abby ha- maybe has a little bit more to comment on in terms of just New Delhi and how it is and how it's always been. New Delhi is a ginormous city, so we are staying in one part of it. We saw a couple other parts, saw a couple other parts of the country. But again, our opinion is by no means the law of the land. This is just simply what we experienced. So starting with the pros and all the experience we had. So one thing we we both like this is the travel part yeah. in india like all the places we got to see so that was pretty cool yeah a lot of the places that i've never seen before so we saw taj mahal yeah that was cool which was cool luckily that was still open yeah. it's no longer open as right. of march 21st yeah and uh what else and then we took a trip to the state of rajasthan yeah. which is a, a pretty much a, a desert state think of yeah. like arizona or nevada type of state but, but we yeah but we saw some really cool yeah like forts built in the mm-hmm. 1200 ad or yeah. something right and then some 1200 year old 13 year old temples oh actually the fort was built in like 800 yeah yeah, yeah 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 some of the stuff was old yeah it old was crazy so all that stuff like entire city that people are still living in which was a fort from the 800s that was pretty amazing seeing some more temples there that were 1200 years old that was pretty amazing too yeah for me personally i loved rajasthan it was so cool i've never been to like a ancient desert region ever i've seen a lot of old shit but that was really cool i mean it just you it feels like you're in a different world almost and some of that stuff looked straight out of like a history Game book or Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, why the hell it wasn't that um like a like Karth or something, one of the Game of Thrones areas that are desert bound. But it was cool, like whether or not it's just people walking on the side of the road with camels yeah. or some of the amazing forts that are still really uh, well put together and even lived in now. The architecture. I mean, I love seeing different architecture depending on the region of the world that you're in. Yeah. But because of the proximity to Pakistan, there is a lot of Muslim influence there too in in some of those areas. Yeah, I mean, not just because of proximity to Pakistan, but because the Mughals, which were Muslims, ruled India yeah. for quite a bit. So a lot of the, the kings and stuff have that influence, and that's why a lot of the forts we went to had scriptures in, yeah. in Urdu. Yeah, so it was it was incredible. Um, I fully recommend that. There's a very rich culture there, unique music, great dancing. Um, but it is it's so deserty. I don't know. I felt it. I love going to like absolute deserts. I think it's just cool. Whether it's the the sound of the the music and the singing and the stars at night. We saw one of the most incredible moons we've ever seen. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it was a really enjoyable experience, I would say. Good food, nice people. Yeah. People are really nice. 
Aren't they known for being nice? Did I you say so. that or maybe somebody else did? I, I think, yeah. I mean, that region in general, it's like more chill, pretty laid back. Yeah. And uh, they're responsible for a lot of good foods, right? Yeah. 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 A lot of good Indian foods. A lot foods. of good Indian good sweets. sweets too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think in the two weeks, our first week was basically getting into New Delhi, spending two days there, and then going to Rajasthan yeah. and exploring that state. Yeah, so that so, was pretty cool. You know, India is a big country. I don't have to tell you that. But from what I can imagine... I would want to go back and see different sides of the country because it seems like you can feel like you're in entirely different countries just by going to different states or cities. That's right. And then how was your experience celebrating Holi? Holi was so awesome. Yeah, we celebrated Holi within our first couple of days there. Um, Avi, can you tell us what Holi is? It's. Uh, I think it's just a <laughs> festival on. to celebrate the notice. arrival of spring spring and yeah. that's why there's the spring colors yeah um so yeah it's basically something to do with the arrival of spring and that's why people celebrate it and i think it falls on a different day every year okay it's based on like the cycle of the moon yeah. or, or the third monday of the yeah. year or, or, or march either way that was fun yeah, yeah I mean, it was such I, an exciting yeah. celebration you just get to shove colors in people's faces and have a great time we watched a lot of adults get super lit yeah <laughs> they're yeah. even that's when you know there's a good party there's like some party fouls early on i think there was a glass broken yeah. someone fell into something yeah people like already showed up drunk it seemed like, <laughs> and it was like 11 in the morning but that was cool like yeah, even no, i awesome. haven't celebrated holy in probably 20 years yeah so just like having to do that again that was kind of cool and I just have to say, like, growing up, going to white people weddings where they literally, like, tell you how to dance. I mean, like, to the left. Take it back now, y'all. You know, like, white white people aren't known for their dance. I just love other cultures that are more dance-focused. And it's, like, it's 11 a.m., it's noon. Those drums come out, those songs come out. Indian people love to dance. And they love to dance with you. Like, I think people may have known it was my first time celebrating holy and they were dragging me out to dance and you immediately feel comfortable dancing. You don't feel self-conscious at all. The goal is just to move and to have fun. So just the attitude and then the dancing culture there. I loved that. That was so fun. That was fun. And then you didn't tell the second night in India you got dragged into a wedding and then on the dance floor oh for a, a pre-wedding it was a pre-wedding party <laughs> oh my god but yeah. we showed up there and then they pulled gabby being the only caucasian person Quite there <laughs> uh yeah she got dragged to the is dragged the right word or yeah. drugged i got dragged you got dragged i would get drugged if someone put a drugged. roofie in my drink <laughs> yeah. at the wedding she did not get drugged <laughs> she got dragged to the dance floor and then they put some the thing they were all passing around while dancing. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was. Anyway, so yeah, India, I think uh, for traveling is, is pretty cool. This is my personal opinion. Even like growing up in India, I don't think I saw a lot of the stuff we saw in Rajasthan. Mm -hmm. So I think that was cool. I don't know what, what you think. Yeah, Rajasthan was cool. Yeah, Go to the, the history and the places to see. And same thing. I mean, New there's Delhi a lot of has history. a lot of... Yeah, yeah there's New a Delhi rich has, history in India. Same thing with New Delhi, too. There's a lot of, like, forts that we did not get to visit, unfortunately. But, yeah, if you're going to see some of that, I think that's a, a cool place yeah. to visit. Yeah, so lots of history, lots of things to see. If you're someone who likes to go see old shit, this place is for you. Uh, other pros that we liked, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself here, but food, Indian food, 
international food it's a great place to go and gain three pounds which i did there <laughs> yeah very happy the best three pounds i've ever gained but um yeah the food is amazing it's cheap it's amazing even like like abby's mom cooked for us and i liked her food even better than store-bought food but indian food is just so good and there's so much indian food that you can't really get sick of it. Like, it's not like another, at least I can't. I'll let obviously yeah. speak for himself, but there's so many different platters. There's like a hundred different kinds of bread, yeah, different sauces. Oh my God, I love Indian food. I mean, it doesn't make my body feel great with the spice and like the dairy, but. Feels great going in. Yeah. Right. Well, that's for you. <laughs> for me personally, never, you know, not, not much of an Indian food person, but I think it was, it was good to just like have Indian food after a really long time, but I think I was over it pretty soon, and I just wanted me some like some pasta, some pizza, or or something, and some taco ball. So how long until you think you'll be ready to eat Indian food again? Uh, six months. <laughs> <laughs> but we may have to go back to India before that, so we'll see. But but I mean I think there were international food options yeah. too. We tried a bit of them, but New Delhi does have like Starbucks, Burger King, McDonald's, Taco Bell, uh, Chili's was like at every other corner. There's KFC. And we went to like a sushi place, got like that really was good, good sushi, sushi was good. in Delhi, which was surprising that we found it. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't call like McDonald's and KFC like the pinnacle of international food. but I'm just saying, if you miss a piece of America, you can go to McDonald's. <laughs> go get fast yeah. food. I don't know. I don't think you can get a cheeseburger in, in India, though. Yeah. Because, you know, no, no beef. No beef, man. No beef so. month. Yeah, I'd say even like things that we had that were supposed to be non-Indian were Indian. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the <laughs> one thing you'll definitely find. And I think that may be all across Asia. Yeah. But it's like even if you're ordering a pizza, it's you an Indian don't pizza. expect it to be like a proper margarita pizza. It would be more like in a pizza with an Indian twist to it. Anyway, like other good things that you might enjoy in Delhi um india is a relatively affordable country so yeah. cheap cost of living food is cheap things are cheap exactly living so is cheap you can get a starbucks is not cheap yes coffee surprisingly is, is pretty expensive. expensive but i think if you wanted to just grab a plate of something at a, yeah. at a restaurant you can easily do that for three four bucks and i think even cheaper and if you are willing to take more risk and try some of the street food yeah and then Airbnbs, we looked at, you know, places in apartments and you can get a place for about $250 per month in the ni in the nice area of New Delhi, like a, a decent studio or one bedroom apartment. So we'd say like cost of living is pretty good in New Delhi. New Delhi also has a good transportation system, mm -hmm. which was cool. The city does have a relatively new subway system. Yeah. So there was that and... You can get around with English there easily. People do speak English. Yeah, so everyone pretty much knows enough English to communicate. You can at least get by. Uh, all right, those <laughs> were our pros of India. And now, how about our cons for India? Why we decided to leave India leave early. in two weeks? Yeah, we were supposed to stay for a month. Um, we only stayed for two weeks. Right off the bat, it's just where we were and... The city in general is just not optimized necessarily for the kind of digital nomad lifestyle that we were looking for, which caused us, and we'll get into the specifics, to feel very cramped. 
Yeah. Stuck at home, not able to really get out very much and get work done. Um, so that just, you know, after a f- couple weeks, even multiple days of that gets really stressful. Right. Yeah. And you're just not in a good mindset. So we, we realized early on that we maybe did not want to stay the full month. It's like we didn't go into India and we didn't find a place by ourselves on Airbnb trying to figure out what's yeah. like the ideal place and what will be close to the gym, what will be close to a grocery store or all the, you know, any shopping mall yeah. or any place we wanted to visit. We went to India to visit family. So since we were staying with family, the area we were living in, that was the area we had to live in. Yeah. Right? We didn't have a choice to pick. But in that area, we were not able to find any like good gyms that were walkable. So everything was about a 20 minute drive yeah. in the crazy Delhi traffic. Yeah, uh, everything was far. Another big thing is good luck finding good Wi-Fi there. That was definitely an issue too. Like free Wi-Fi, definitely a shit show. It was so frustrating. And like the, if you're a digital nomad, you understand. Or just a regular human being. When you sit down to work, when you're ready to focus, nothing disrupts your focus more by not being able to focus on what you need to focus on. Yeah. <laughs> and no Wi-Fi can really do that. So how did the Wi-Fi situation work there? Yeah, I feel like from the day we landed in New Delhi, like the fucking airport, right? You're trying to connect to the Wi-Fi. They want you to enter a phone number so they can send you an activation code. But if you're flying from an international country and you don't have an international yeah. plan, you don't have access to Wi-Fi yeah. and you don't have access to text messages. So how the fuck are you <laughs> supposed to receive an activation code to get on the Wi-Fi? Yeah. So that was like, that just was, did not fucking make sense. Why would you expect sense. tourists to get an activation code on their phone yeah. when they don't have their phones working at the moment? Yeah. And that seems to be the the norm. It's the norm. Yeah, it just seems to be what what's all across the city. You need a local phone number to get a text message with an one-time password yeah. to activate your internet. And the other pain in the ass is that you can only connect to one device yeah her phone numbers yeah that was a shit show it was really frustrating it'd be like we were all jazzed to go to leave the house so when we would leave we we were going to leave for a while to kind of pack up for the day and you know it just gets really frustrating having to go from place to place having to get back into the car again i can't imagine if you're a digital nomad and you don't have a car to drive around in it just it gets really frustrating um and pretty exasperating so not having solid Wi-Fi connection anywhere. Yeah, that was, was just that was probably one of the issue. worst things. And then with that comes the second point, which is lack of like cafes and co-working yeah. spaces. I think you know we we read up a, on a lot of blogs and a lot of places to find like good cafes to work at, but pretty much every place we went to was disappointing. Either yeah. um, we went to one place that was a cafe slash co-working space. Uh, but because we went there on a Saturday, they were like, oh, no, uh, this no is co-working. no co-working on weekends. And then we were like, can we at least get a free Internet? And they're like, only 15 minutes. So it makes no sense, especially in the day of age of Corona when no one's there. anyway. Yeah, it like, was like why an not? entire you have Wi-Fi yeah. capabilities. I know. Entire fucking restaurant was open. No one was there. We show up and we were willing to buy our food yeah. and sit there and do work. And they're like, nope. Only 15 minutes of free food. Yeah. So shout out to Social in yeah. Delhi. Uh, that was you guys. Put them on uh, blast. I know. I mean, just, you know, that's the thing. That's my frustration with India. 
a lot of things just don't make sense yeah um that so not... yeah lack of cafes i think everywhere we went we even tried a co-working space mm, yeah, but it was great it wasn't great people were talking like you couldn't gabby wasn't able to record a video she wanted to because yeah. no one was quiet so no it was less it was more on the co and less on the working yeah exactly so yeah definitely like those are the concerns as far as being a digital nomad no good internet yeah. no great cafes to work at so your only option is to maybe find i don't know like a fancy restaurant at a five-star hotel yeah. or or something but who knows even if that will be quiet place to work and then uh, the walkability you know it's not a very yes there is transport public transportation but it's a big city where we were we could not walk to anywhere that we needed to walk to yeah. we could maybe walk and get like a soda or like a, a fruit from a fruit stand but in general there we couldn't walk there'd be like no gyms no stores no restaurants none of the things that we needed to go to that we could work at so shout out to all of my muscles that have since disappeared <laughs> from my body <laughs> because we have not been active at all um and you know if, if that's a if, if you've been listening to this podcast you understand that being active is important to us it's important to a lot of people who work from home because you need to get out and stay active so you know not being able to find a gym all the gyms in the area that we could even drive to were rated poorly yeah um it just it was hard to construct like a good daily routine because of that and then just to add to the, the walkability part yes transportation is good i just want to add also that new delhi does have uber mm -hmm. so even if you don't have a car you could get an uber to get mm -hmm. around and it was pretty cheap i mean yeah uber's cheap like our uber ride from the airport was eight bucks eight bucks and that was like a 45 minute to yeah. 15 minute drive so yeah uber's pretty cheap uh what are some of the other cons for new yeah, delhi so just overall you know it was hard to get our head in the game and i mean our primary goal there was to see family um, but, you know, sometimes your business, when you do own your own business or you do have clients, you can't always predict when things will flare up and you don't just want to say no to new business. So even though our primary goal was to see family, we still needed and wanted to work there. So just overall, you know, Delhi is a very chaotic city, which can make it hard to feel peaceful and focused, whether it's the, the noise, um, it's very loud there. It, it can be challenging to sleep if you're not used to noise, yeah. whether it's beeping or dog barking or people playing yeah. music or whistling. And this is like going to Delhi in times of coronavirus. So <laughs> when there's no <laughs> coronavirus, it's, uh, it's even busier. And then, yeah, traffic, just like I've said many times, not on this podcast, but I've said it to my friends and to Gabby. If you can drive in India, you can pretty much drive everywhere. Yeah. It is a lawless land when it comes to traffic. People are driving on the wrong side of roads, stopping on the streets. No one's in the fucking lane. <laughs> People uh, do not give any sort of shit about traffic. Like, I did not drive there. I obviously would never have attempted driving there, but... Even being in the passenger, even being in any seat in the car, it was just a stressful experience. I mean, I'm used to, you use your horn in California when you're like pissed off at yeah. someone. There, it's like you use it just to, just I mean, to, people yeah. drive in the middle of the road. They straddle the lines. Yeah. Nobody's like paying attention to yeah, no anything. No one looks in their rear view mirrors, like the auto rickshaws are pulling out, out of the corners without looking behind. Half yeah. the time, some of the cars just have their mirrors closed. Yeah. And I 
noticed like several, probably like half a dozen times where we could have just straight up gotten in an accident if Avi had also not been paying attention. Yeah. Like Avi had to do so much accident maneuvering <laughs> there that he not only had to focus on driving, but focus on not getting in an accident. And yeah. there were so many times we had to slam on the brake, lay on the horn, swerve, just because of other drivers. So it's like, I can't imagine if you were not paying attention or yeah. if you were on your phone, just like everybody else is. But I don't know how there aren't more, even Accident. more accidents yeah. because we could only control what we were doing. And Abby did a great job of doing that, keeping us safe. But still, it was just not. It was wild. So yeah, traffic in India is just, it's ridiculous. It's poor. No one respects anything, any mm -hmm. of the signs. If you're in New Delhi, highly recommend not to drive. <laughs> also, if you're in New Delhi and you do drive, start to drive better, please. If you're listening if to If you're this. a person that lives in Delhi and drives on a regular <laughs> basis, please follow the laws and stay in your fucking lane, seriously. <laughs> They're there for a reason. I mean, that's what I don't understand. Like, it, it, it should be it more It just blows obvious. my mind. Anyways, there's that. And then our last one is just the air quality. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty bad, I think. Yeah. New Delhi on the regular is one of the most polluted cities. We still went during the winter time and during the times of Corona. So yeah. there were less people on the streets and less pollution in general because it's not middle of the summer. And I still feel like by the end, I developed a non-Corona cough. Yeah, no, it's it's really stuffy. It's dusty. My eyes hurt. Yeah. My so throat hurt. Poor air quality. Yeah. Is also New Delhi. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's... <laughs> all our cons for new delhi yeah so i think overall just like india is a beautiful country to visit to explore there's a lot of like really cool history a lot of really cool cultural traditions and foods to follow but if you're trying to construct a life or a routine there not a great place yeah. but you know if you guys are listening and if you've had different experiences please let us know. yeah we We'd would love, love to, to hear, hear. we'll shout you out too yeah. Um, because, you know, unfortunately, like we and we'll probably talk about this in depth in another episode. But this life is the life that we're living out here. There's new experiences every day. And that's what makes it so great. But sometimes those new experiences can be not so great experiences. Yeah. And all you can do is just readjust. And I think the way life works or the way the human brain works is that something will be wrong in your environment and you'll either internalize it or you'll be like in a bad mood or you'll be like rude to people. And it's just, you know, sometimes it, it, it requires a level of awareness and even courage to be like, this isn't working or we exactly. don't like this because we all want to be accommodating. We all want to be adaptable, but sometimes it really just takes like, Hey, this is not working. And even though we can do it, it's not great for like our mental focus and things right. like that so it was a good all in all if we're looking at like pros and cons it at least showed us like how do we want to act in situations that we do not like or that are not working for us like how can we still you know get work done get along things like that so it, it does teach you things so like india was like a learning experience in That's this sure. journey and we'll probably go to more places we won't like it's yeah, just a exactly. part of this lifestyle so that's what makes it so interesting. Right. And who knows? There might be parts in India that are great for digital nomads that we didn't get to visit. Like we had mentioned Goa, which is supposed to be a chill beach town. There's what Bangalore, which is the Silicon Valley of India. Yeah. And maybe there are people there who enjoy being digital nomads. But our personal experience was 
A no-no. But just to end it on a positive note, one thing I found really interesting in India was some of the, the spirituality and religion. Like, it's definitely a very religious place, very religious people. Um, religion is everywhere. Um, but one thing I got experience, which I just want to share for, like, a bit of positivity in your life, um, is I've always heard Abhi say awesome things about the Sikh religion and the like community service uh-huh. involved with Sikhism. So we did visit a Sikh temple in Old Delhi one day. And not only is just everyone, anyone can stop in and walk through the temple and worship. And it's just like, you know, I grew up in like Catholic churches and things like that, that were like really strict and stringent and kind of sterile. But here I really loved how like whoever you are, you can come. There's like gold and colors and great music and you can, um, you know, it's just a very positive experience. And then right when we finished that, Abby took me next door to kind of like, what would you call it? Like a food bank or a... Like an, a restaurant? Yeah. That you could say like... But a, a free one a, for everyone. <laughs> a free restaurant. So yeah. you can come in 24 hours of the day and get free food all the people that come in donate money donate food and all that food is is cooked on site and no matter what religion you are rich poor whatever you are yeah you just come in everyone grabs a plate sits on the floor mm-hmm. and you get food served yeah. there's no limit on how much you can eat eat as much as you want um so that's kind of cool and yeah. and all the people working there cleaning the dishes serving the food cooking the food they're all volunteers yeah. too and so that's kind of amazing that was really special like they literally cook like bathtub sized vats of rice and lentils and and other staples um so that was just really beautiful to see in this world you kind of grow cynical you see everyone trying to screw each other over so much or you know news and panic and contention so just to walk in and just see everybody like looking being in service to one another i think was just really beautiful for me to see and it made me really respect the sikh religion but yeah that's kind of our review of new delhi and india in general short time there um had some great moments had some not so great moments i'm sure we'll be back there to visit family again and maybe see some more parts of india but now it's time to go over our ear disrupted score for new delhi yes okay so all right so we're ranking this in the same category as that we ranked medellin uh the most important ones that we feel like will help you live a successful and happy life as a digital nomad so we're going to get into the first category cost of living we have ranked new delhi as an eight yep pretty cheap i think uh food's pretty affordable and so are places to live um yeah great okay places to work co-working and cafes we've given a three yep personally did not have a good experience there are co-working spaces in new delhi we went to one and did not like it yeah i would never go back yeah there might be others with with better experience we're not sure uh we tried a few cafes and those sucked we did not have good internet so and even i did extensive googling like best cafes in india or in new delhi uh, okay, digital nomad community. We were ranking it at two because we did not find one. Yeah. <laughs> um, nightlife. Uh, this is more like Abby speaking from experience. We gave a seven. 
Yeah, I mean, New Delhi does have good nightlife. You can find whatever you're into. There's bars, hole-in-the-wall bars, restaurants that turn into bars. There's clubs. So I'd say overall, if you wanted to, there's there's pretty decent nightlife. You can party hardy. Uh, outdoor recreation, we gave a four. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Delhi is a busy city full of people, chaotic, and there's not much nature around, so it's not like you can go hiking anywhere or go swim in the ocean or... I mean, you could probably bike somewhere, mm-hmm. but even, you know, it's not like the city has dedicated bike lanes for you or, or <laughs> Good luck running biking lanes. on those yeah. roads. Jesus. So, yeah, overall, if you were to work out anywhere, either it has to be in the gym or mm-hmm. maybe one of the small parks in the city where you yeah. could run around, but pretty poor there. Safety and female friendly, we ranked a six. It wasn't necessarily uncomfortable for females to be, um, but most this is mostly due to tri- like how dangerous the roads are right yeah. that's kind of why we rank this uh, yeah six. i think the most danger you'll face in delhi is probably on the roads <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the roads are so, not safe yeah. um modern facilities we also gave a six um you know you can go to the mall there get clothes and stuff yeah and there's just... like all big stores there nike adidas yeah. whatever you want so you can definitely get that there's but... a good subway system um Medical health care, we've given a six. I got sick and I had to go to the doctor once. And I think it was price-wise, it was $10, okay, to go see the doctor. And it was pretty much walking distance from my parents' house. Uh, My mom got a ticket with a number. So you had your uh, number in line. And then once our number came up, she got a text. We walked in, didn't have to wait. They took my vitals, and immediately I got to see the doctor, and five minutes later, I walked out with a prescription. So overall, it moved pretty fast. It cost $10, so it was pretty cheap. It could have been nicer and cleaner. Uh, That would be my only downside. Got it. Food, we gave an eight, mostly speaking from my perspective. Yeah. Uh, But the Indian cuisine, if if you are a fan of the flavors... There's like no shortage of dishes to try. There's an amazing street food culture. We had great sushi. You can get the kind of Domino's and KFC if you want, um, but it is a huge city. There's tons of food there. There's food everywhere. Food is a big part of the culture. Food is good in Delhi. Yep. And then finally, weather and air, we gave it a one. Delhi is considered to be one of the most polluted places in the world, the air quality. Yeah. So, so we had to give it a one exactly. just because then why would we give it a three if it's the most, you know, the most polluted. Yeah. And yeah, and we were there during springtime. So it was still not as hot. It got hot during the day, but pretty chilly at nighttime. But I know having been in India during middle of the summer, mm-hmm. it's almost 50 degrees Celsius, yeah. which is like Jeez. 120-ish, whatever. So it gets really hot and it's humid and it's polluted, so definitely do not go there in, in the yep. middle of the summer. Uh, but yeah, that yeah, gives it, our total doo, doo, doo. is a fifty-one out of one hundred. Yep. So that is twenty-two point five points behind Medellin. Right. That sounds right. That feels right. <laughs> <laughs> feels right. 
But if yeah. you have a different score, we would love to hear what you have to say. As always, you can check us out on Year Disrupted on Instagram, Twitter, and now YouTube. We are on yeardisrupted.com where we have a lot of blogs and other resources. And then please let us know if you've had different experiences than us in Delhi. We'd love to hear your thoughts or similar experiences. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. And until next time. Bye. Bye.